0: Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. What is another common value that you see and what are maybe a few habits that you've stumbled upon that you see a lot? Of I think one you? that your listenership in particular, Lane, will resonate with is taking something that is very common in sound investors and applying it to all of your life, which is Don't go for like big heroic efforts. Don't try to hit home runs. Just consistently put the ball in play. Small steps consistently taken over long periods of time lead to big gains. In investing, this is the rule of compounding. But the rule of compounding is also true for developing relationships, for taking control of your health, for better nutrition, for any kind of daily practice. Again, the current culture says... You should find a way to hack your way to greatness. There's overnight success. Take 19 different supplements and you'll be Superman or Superwoman. None of that's true, of course. The real way to get long-term gains, no different than investing, is to be patient and take consistent small steps over time. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't adjust your strategy as you go, but if you try to swing for the fences, you often strike out. So it's much better to just have small, consistent gains. That's how you build a durable base. So that's one key value of groundedness. Another key value of groundedness is this notion of accepting where you are to get where you want to go. Often, we don't see clearly the current situation that we're in. We put on our like rose tinted glasses and we tell ourselves a story that it's better than it really is or quickly change or a whole bunch of these kinds of stories that delude ourselves from actually seeing reality for what it is. And it feels good in the short term, but in the long term it's detrimental because if you're not clear about what's actually in front of you then you can't take wise action to impact there's a practice in the book around self-distancing because so often we're better at giving advice to our friends than ourselves for areas of our lives that we're really struggling with the exercise is pretend that a close friend is in the exact same situation as you what advice would you give that friend and then go do that thing so often People give advice to a friend that's very different than what they're doing. It's so simple, but it's hard. The example of this is I've worked with some elite athletes and they hate being injured. And I've coached elite athletes that are literally limping out the door with a sprained hamstring to go do their workout because they don't want to miss it. And I say, Jim, if you saw a training partner limping out the door to do a workout, what would you tell him? He's like, I tell him just... Rest. Take one or two more days off so you don't blow up your hamstring. Then why are you limping out the door to do a workout? You need to follow that advice yourself. Acceptance, seeing situations clearly, even when you don't necessarily want to, is another key principle. Community. We talked a little bit about this, but investing in relationships, realizing that if you are going to take this process view of life, much of what makes a process fulfilling and enjoyable is the people that you're along the ride with. And I think what happens too often with high achievers is we become so focused on what's out in front of us, so focused on efficiency and optimization that it cannibalizes the time and energy that we need to build those close relationships. But it's a little bit about reprioritizing the role of community in our lives. Obviously, COVID has made that challenging over the last year and a half, but I think we're seeing even more so just how important it is because we're realizing like, wow, it's really tough to be isolated.